Hey, welcome to the Little Better Podcast. My name is Daniel. I'll be your host. And this week on the podcast, we have again Miss Michelle Geringer, uh, who is the Outreach Development Director at Northridge Church. And we talk all about our local partners here in the Rochester area and how we together, uh, not just as individuals, but as community groups and as collective church family, can go beyond and be the hands and feet of Jesus right here in our own community. How we as the church can go and do what Jesus has called us to do. We also talk about the application from the sermon of living out as the Holy Spirit is left here on the earth. And remember, our goal on this podcast is to know Jesus better by the power of His Spirit, do better, so together we can be a little better. Hey, welcome to Go Beyond episode week three. Uh, if on the week of this relaunch, it's like Christmas. So I hope you have your gifts ready. <laughs> if not, <laughs> CVS think, is think, open. <laughs> yeah, CVS, if you need to buy on Christmas Walgreens, morning, yeah. CVS will be open. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. Makes me sad. That they're open yeah. on that? Yeah, yeah, it does. I used to work at CVS, so oh. I know. Reminisce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Reminisce on this podcast. Well, hey, we also finished up uh, Heaven Invades this past Sunday. Uh, and give us a one-minute recap of Heaven Left on Earth. Yeah, this week is just as Jesus leaves Earth, right? So Heaven invades Earth through Jesus, but stays on Earth through the Holy Spirit. And mm. so, you know, in week two, we talked about following the shepherd. And what's nice is the shepherd, if we know Christ, if we know the shepherd, the shepherd actually lives in us through the Holy Spirit. And just his mm. role on helping us experience Heaven on Earth, reminding yeah. us, guiding us, being our advocate. And so, you know, as Christians, the Spirit of God is a huge asset to our lives, and we need to step into it and listen to him. Yeah, that's good. And, and this ties perfectly, again, I feel like you said this ever, like we've kind of pointed it out, like, see this series, it ties perfectly into beyond. Like, uh, but it, What doesn't tie uh, perfectly yeah, into beyond, right? right? So, uh, Am yeah, I right? The beyond staff member would say that. So. <laughs> the walls. <laughs> oh, not the walls there? of Northridge? Yeah, the walls Yeah, just like beyond the walls, so like, yeah. the walls don't tie really. It doesn't uh, tie. I don't know. Let's knock them down. Let's knock down the walls. Jerusalem will be a city the, without the walls. The metaphorical <laughs> walls, that <laughs> is. Please don't knock down our physical walls. Tear them down. Just kidding. Okay, so, but this week on the podcast, last week, if you remember, we talked about our global partners, uh, how we're engaged in the world, but we're bringing it a little bit closer to the village, to our house, to our home, on our local partnerships. Um, and like last week, we watched a Malawi Project video uh, in the service. You should go check that out if you haven't listened to the podcast about all of our great partners and how you can get involved. This past week, Michelle, something really cool happened, probably that I'm guessing has it probably never happened at Northridge on We're Giving Gifts Out? I don't think so. Uh, yeah. So tell us a little <laughs> bit what happened this past Sunday. All right, so if you are a community group leader, then you received a little Christmas gift from Beyond. We are calling it the Beyond Box um, because there's alliteration in that name. That's how I landed on that. (laughs) Love it. And basically, the intention of this box is if you are a community group leader, you've probably been sitting around at some point and said, man, I want our group to serve. Mm. But do you guys know where we could go or Mm. how we could do it? What's... What are what are the needs right now? And I think sometimes that just that conversation that's about where it ends. It's a roadblock, right? Yeah. There. That's it's a good a idea. Huge roadblock. We and should do that. We want to do that, but what do we do? And so this Beyond Box is 
designed for you. Mm -hmm. And the intention of the box is to give you a little information and a whole lot of opportunities um, to, as a group, decide something that you could do to serve in our community in Rochester. And there's also a couple things that are global as well in the box. So ways that you can serve um, as a group together inside the box. I love that. I love that. And, and you, you gave us instructions as community group leaders to not open the box, right? That is right. They will know if you've opened it. Yeah. Because it's wrapped. Because it's wrapped. Can I, is it rewrappable? I don't know. I so wait, we, they're not supposed to open it, but we just told them what it was. They know a little bit. Okay. okay. But they so don't there's know still surprises every, in there's there. There's definitely still surprises. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is interactive. So it's supposed to be something that you experience as a group together. Hmm. And then it's going to help you to decide on and commit to a serving project sometime yeah. during the trimester. Do you realize I'm a community group leader, how hard it is going to be for <laughs> to me not to open up to not yeah. open the box? I, you know, like, it's, it's, exciting. More, it's more uh, of a push to get together so, sooner as a group. I'm just going to publicly yeah. apologize to my group for opening the gift. <laughs> I'll rewrap it. I'm a touch it, I swear. No, I'm just so kidding. So for all you community group leaders out there that really want to know what's in it, I am going to be sending out a video to community group leaders, giving them a little bit of a sneak peek so that they mm. feel confident and not knowledgeable when they open up the box together. So you don't have to open your own. I'm yeah. going to give you a little more um, in January. Yeah. And, and you that's could, coming. You could give this podcast episode to them as well, because we're talking all about how we can go beyond right here in our own community hmm. um, just a little bit. And so spoilers. Um, yeah. yeah spo true. There's all that we're filled with spoiler alerts. Right. And so it's true. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so because it's important for us to to partner with uh, other organizations that are doing it, but we don't want to just talk about how we can give dollars, but we want to talk about a little bit in this episode, how can we use our other resources right here, our time, our talents, and also our resources of our dollars a little bit um, right here in our own community. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about our partners that we have um, here locally in Rochester. Yeah. Um, so we have uh, we have partners that kind of address all of our three main target areas. So um, with strength and families, we have um, partners that help moms to be able to feel comfortable continuing in their pregnancies. Um, so that's uh, Compass Care is the name of that organization. So we sponsor with um, with them. We have. Um, organizations that serve refugee families who are being resettled. So if you missed it in the news, <laughs> Afghanistan fell and there was some really, really hard things happening in the Middle East. Um, and we have a local organization here in Rochester. It's called World Relief Western New York. And they Formally are- Formerly known as? Formerly known as Refuge Rochester. Um, so if you've heard of both of those names, used to be Refuge Rochester, and we have become a part of uh, World Relief, mm. which is a larger international organization. Yeah. We actually partner with them globally and locally, which yeah. I really love. Cool. It's pretty yeah. cool. And you have a personal connection to that as well. I know we've prayed for, um, I think it's a young girl who is in Afghanistan, and she's kind of given us a window into some of all that's been going mm -hmm. on. And so I love that there's not just, like, it's real, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's alive. And, and so. Yeah, I, my friend uh, Halima, I, yeah. I met her six weeks after she moved to the United States. She moved here about two years ago, and... It's been crazy. I mean, I don't know if you guys have you have you ever tried to teach somebody how to drive? 
Have you ever had that experience in life yet? I don't, I don't know if I no, have. I, I, my yeah. daughter is seven, so. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's coming. I guess she's been it's driving coming. grandma's like gator or the uh, four wheeler. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, I started teaching Halima how to drive. She was like, I, I need to drive. I can't be taking the bus all the way from Arondequoit to Pittsburgh Dairy every day for her job. And so we started these like driving lessons right here, right around the Rochester campus. And, um, if you know the Rochester campus at all, there's a little city driving. And so I had some serious near-death experiences. <laughs> I love um, it. Some of the conversations I had on the phone while she was driving, I was like, no, just stay on the pavement. Let's get off the grass, off the grass. I was like, uh, Halima, let's stay <laughs> on the road. Um, but she learned, and, and so I got the chance to take her to her driver's test. That's and incredible. we were at the driver's test, and I was standing there with all the other moms. And I'm like, I'm like her friend, right? You're I was like standing there with all mom. the moms. Yeah. Oh I'm like, how do you think she's going to do? Like, how's he doing out there? Are they nervous? That's um, awesome. And then, and then like, these just beautiful, beautiful moments where she was like, they gave me this envelope and I don't know what's in it. And I was like, it's the results. Let's open it. Let's open you know? it, like, yeah. and, and it was just a big P on the bottom. And I was like, that's for pass. You did it. <laughs> no, you got good? it. Is that good? Is that good? Yeah. And she was like, no, I don't know what the answer is. Like, you have your license. This is it. That's you know? So and cool. so I think, I think for me, um, just like Drew is super passionate about foster care and has um, been able to walk along children. I've just had the opportunity to walk along some refugee families. And yeah. sometimes yeah. there's kids in those families. Sometimes it's single adults. Yeah. I mean, refugees come in all shapes and sizes um and they don't really want to come here but mm. circumstances bring them from mm -hmm. their home yeah. to somewhere that's safer yeah what I, what I love about that is uh, we've hit this almost in every episode is we do have a more targeted approach to be on now if, if, than previous years past of of the three tiers or three mm -hmm. overlapping circles of beyond but still within those there's so many different passion areas that we hit from mm. foster care, helping moms, refugees, the poor, um, and just getting the gospel in all those areas that people can have these burdens on them of I'm passionate about this and then run that run down that lane at really hard and really fast um, partnering with these organizations and build relationships. And in a church our size, yeah. right, that we can you know, people are going to find that lane and run yeah. in it. And I think it's important that we have different options. You know, yeah. some people in our church are really passionate about the abortion issue and compass yeah. care is a great place to serve. Some people are passionate about injustices like racism and there's places for people, refugees. Like I just love that there are multiple different angles to yeah. beyond in a church, our size where you have, you can have multiple people chasing after their passion, their niche, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And, going beyond the walls of our yeah. church. And what's interesting is the deeper you walk, like we talked last week about like this pool analogy, like <laughs> dive off the deep end, right? The deeper you go, you end up running into all the other ones. That's and it's so almost yeah. impossible to say, so well, this organization only strengthens families <laughs> and they don't seek justice. It's almost right. impossible right. to say. Yeah. Um, and so you end up doing all three of those things mm -hmm. as you mm -hmm. walk deeper. And as you yeah. walk into foster care, you find out that there's other issues that have yeah. been a part of their story. Yeah. Because and, and inside of that is because everyone desires and needs to experience the truth of the gospel, both for on a, an eternal stance and a right now in this moment, the gospel yeah. needs to meet this need of this issue yep. um, to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And what I really want to talk about in this episode of, of how we can 
go and serve isn't just this individualized of you need to find a lane and you should run in this lane, but uh, also you're, we're really pushing this year in our church to community groups to go and serve together. Yeah. Uh, and in our inside of our community groups, if you've been a part, if you have it, you should. Uh, Jason, you're welcome. <laughs> um, and so uh, Jason's our community group pastor, and he oversees that. But um, anyways, we talk about the ABCs of community group. Apply the Bible, build relationships, care for one another, right? Yep. And what better way to apply the Bible, build relationships, and give care than to go and serve together mm. right here in our own city. Um, yeah, so that that just really excites me about going and serving. But talk about a little, maybe both of you, both of all of us are community group leaders and have been a part, maybe have served together at, with your group, or maybe you haven't yet. Talk about some of the hurdles that you feel like why people would look at this box and like, oh, that's a good idea, but they're not going to go and do it scheduling (laughs) it is so hard to find a time to do anything Mm. together as a group because you've got so many different schedules that are all opposite and people work at different times Um, I think that's one of the biggest barriers to serving Um, so just kind of knowing that there are options out there that are flexible so some things happen at a specific time like we had a trunk or treat event that we put on Mm -hmm. for Rise School 106 which is one of our partners and for David's Refuge which is one of our partners, um, that happened on October 30th in the morning. You had to be (laughs) there. But there are other opportunities like renovation projects that need to be done and care portal needs that are a little more flexible, and you can do those kind of as your group schedule allows. Yeah. I think one easy way, if you're struggling to schedule people, pick the night of week that you meet Mm -hmm. and call around and say, hey, we have – Tuesday, my group meets Tuesday at six, six to eight. Hey, David's Refuge, can we come serve you guys? Can we do a project from Tuesday, six to eight? I would bet there's probably at least one local partner that is going to be like, yeah, we'll mm-hmm. open, we'll figure it out, right? You it's, know, yeah. I think that's the easiest way. Yeah. But I think as you continue to serve, this isn't about you and your schedule too, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. at some point, maybe it's your first time serving as a group. That's a great way to like alleviate the schedule. People are coming to your place Tuesday at six. So leverage mm-hmm. that. But at some point it's like, okay, now how can we best serve our local partner? Mm-hmm. Which means we're going to create another space, another time that yeah. meets the need of that local partner and what they need most. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Rena, my wife was involved in a church when she was in college that their regular rhythm as a community group, that's what they called them as well, was every month their church encouraged them. They had all these local partners and it says in one of your community group nights every month take that two-hour block to go and serve and just build relationships uh, because it's more than just building a relationship with the people you're serving with, but it's also if you pick the same partner, which we probably would encourage people to do, not don't just like cherry pick these random things, which that could be good because all of these partners need serving, but you could also go beyond. In episode one, we had Josh Horn on, and he talked a lot about the relationships that he had built through yeah. the foster care system and some mm-hmm. other organizations downtown because he just their family regularly serves in these two or three organizations. And so they have relationships. When you have a face and a name, building that time and that schedule is a lot easier than yeah. me just, and I, this is going to sound tongue in cheek and like a backhand, but 
oh, so I can feel good. So I, I say, check the box. Oh, I served. Check. Because that's not the goal, right? It, that's good that you helped them that one time. But the bigger picture is how can we be the hands and feet of Jesus and build relationships with people um, and serve them in the name of Jesus and tell them not just about, hey, here's a physical need that I met, but also a uh, spiritual need. Not as a not as a box to be checked, but as a relationship mm. that needs to be pursued. Mm-hmm. I think that's well said, too, because I think I'm guilty of this, and I'm sure we all are, is that feel good. Like, yeah. I'll serve because it makes me feel good. Yeah. I feel like you're missing the point there, mm. right? Like, th- this is not about checking a box. It's not about making you feel good over the holidays because you yeah. did your Christian duty, right? This is about investment, mm. right? Investment. And, and again, let's go back to last week. We're using local churches in other areas to invest in their community. Well, guess what? God Whoa. has placed <laughs> us here, yeah. here yeah. to invest in our local community. So true. And Right. What better way to bring the gospel to our community than investing in it through yeah. meeting their needs? Mm-hmm. Right. And so I would challenge our groups to make this like make this a priority mm-hmm. and make this an investment. OK, I'm not sure we do that much good if we do this once and we're like, yeah, we did it. You know, like, does that really help our partners? Mm -hmm. Sure. Maybe it helps paint a wall and that wall looks better. I'm not downplaying that, but like, why not invest? Why not find uh, a local partner that your group is passionate about and say, Hey, how can we over the course of a year, not just one time, but the course of a year invest in this ministry? Sometimes you know, it's like we said last week, sometimes it's your group, you're just going to consistently pray for that ministry, right? And then you're going to go and serve and figure out what they're about and meet their needs when they don't even ask, right? It's, it becomes this relationship that you live in. And Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of the goal, right? Of just investment rather than Oh, we, we did a thing. Yeah. yeah, that really makes me think of um, Val and Keith Horn have been investing with their community group in 441 Ministries. Mm. Um, they're located in the Beachwood neighborhood, and they're mm-hmm. addressing poverty, and they're, they have a local church that's there that they do yeah. everything through. Um, and they have a, a cafe that they opened a few years ago, and Val and Keith Horn have volunteered and single things so many times that they're now somebody that gets a call. Yeah. Like the the people that run 441, Nick Trombley is like, oh, I know I can con I know who I can contact. I know who's gonna mm. be there for me. And so they've had that opportunity to build relationships and when their group's ready to serve, they know where they're gonna go. Yeah. And it and it's you wanna be challenged or convicted if you want to use a more Christianese word, like look at what the churches are doing in these global partnerships for their local communities that you know, we would say, Oh, look how much we're helping them by doing these things, but how they're like integrated so deeply in their local communities and in, in trying to address the real physical and spiritual needs of their mm-hmm. community through these other organizations. And then like flip the script, okay, how are we as community groups like turning around saying, okay, the Rochester community, what are our needs? How can we get involved? Mm-hmm. Um, and the beauty of beyond and how we do it, we just keep saying like how we love our strategy. And, and I do, I genuinely do. Like the reason that we don't have a clothing closet or a, you know, all these sh- sub shoots of ministries is because there are organizations here in our community that are meeting the needs yeah. of our community, but they need like a second wave of support yeah. of help and that's what we're here for. God's placed us here in Rochester to do that very thing, to be wave two or three of support. And that support can look a variety 
of um, different ways. Uh, what are some of the ways that we can get involved? Um, what if someone's on the edge that they they really haven't served outside of the context of Northridge, like they're faithful volunteer here in inside of the walls, but we're we're pushing them. Okay, dip your toe. And if you want to go back to the pool yeah. analogy, dip your toe outside the walls. What would that look like for them? Yeah, I love that. Um, open the Beyond Box in January with your <laughs> groups, and you'll find some opportunities in there. Um, that would definitely be an easy way to start, would be mm-hmm. to have that interactive experience and pray as a group about what you guys can do to serve together. Um, another option would be, I think the Care Portal team is mm. really easy to access as far as yeah. knowing what your next step really is. Um, so the Care Portal team has a fully online um application to join the team and then you can get emails to your inbox for vetted needs through the Monroe County foster care system Mm. and so you get the emails and then when you're ready you decide to claim one Mm -hmm. and that's the way it works so you don't have to say I'm going to be available every week at this time it's it's a lower ask I think that's a one or two toes in the water you can even join the team and just read the emails and then allow yourself to be convicted and eventually <laughs> yeah. decide yeah. to do one. So yeah. I think that's that's one of the ways where you can start to learn a little more information before you're really ready to say, okay, I'm going to do this. Mm. I think overcoming the fear too. I think for people who haven't served, they, they have this fear of like, oh no, what am I, what am I going to be doing mm. and how big of an ask? And am I going to, you know, I, I, I've had that fear before, right? Like the first time I, mm-hmm. you know, did some serving, I'm like, oh, what is this going to look like? I don't know. Is this going to be daunting? I'm going to be overwhelmed. And honestly, there's no reason to be afraid, right? It yeah. is actually a joyful experience. Mm-hmm. It's a experience that brings you joy and brings somebody else joy. And, and, and that can be in any ministry, right? Like I yeah. remember when our staff, we went and we just cleaned and we, there's just so much joy of like serving somebody else and knowing it's, it's meaningful. And this is actually something that we're trying to figure out on our staff of having regular rhythms of how our staff just says, hey, instead of like, like planning ministry, we're going to like do ministry as well. Mm. And so like, we're actually creating on our staff, a system of like regular moments where our staff says, okay, we're going to stop and we're going to get in a van and we're going to go love on our local partner. You know, we've done that historically once a year, but we're going to try to get it in our, our calendar two to three times a year where we're not just saying, Hey, Oh, we should do this. But like we're modeling the way and we're leading the way in it. Yeah. Applying yeah. the Bible and building relationships isn't just for community groups. It's also for families and for our staff. Yeah. It's for And care. Those yeah. are, you forgot to see. Oh, well, <laughs> don't tell Jason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and l- let me uh, dip the toe even lighter in the sand. Like we talked about just getting that news, like interrupt your normal schedule. Of, like they have social media, they have email chains, like all of our local partners just get on that. You talked about the care portal, like get those emails. Uh, and if when those needs are constantly in front of you, you'll eventually like say, okay, now it's my turn. Uh, another one is like 441 Ministries has a, a coffee and like bakery type sandwich shop. Yeah, uh, New City yeah. Cafe. New, New City Cafe, New City right? Cafe. It's a if cafe you, and roastery. Yeah, it's a cafe yeah. and roastery. Like if you're a coffee drinker, buy coffee from there or go buy or uh, give your gift card from them. Yeah. Right? We of, all, yeah. How many times do we give Starbucks. out a Starbucks yeah. gift card? Yeah. yeah. Stop uh, you know, doing that. Like, yeah. yeah. Give a New City, yeah. a New City Cafe yeah. gift card I, out. I know a really popular thing to do, you know, at least like my family, I know like my parents and Rena's parents, they'll go and buy like a, 
a bunch of a stack of gift cards to give out to different people like the mailman or whatever the case would be they have mm-hmm. and it's really sweet it's like but we commonly go to like go and buy blank commercial you know gift cards because oh everybody uses that well if you know people are coffee drinkers just buy the new city gift card if they're here locally um and just yeah. just as a point of reference you know we all like oh what like is it going to be good coffee? We've been there, and it's really it's good great. coffee. Yeah. You're not downgrading your yeah. coffee level. It's really good. They make the lattes, the the fancy yeah. drinks. Yeah. You know, they make you good make. sandwiches too. Like they I've do. had many lunch meetings or something like that. There, their sandwiches are good. They have, they even have swag if you just want like clothing or yep. sweatshirts or stuff. They have that too. Yeah, it's a, that's a that's just another like okay, dip your toe by considering consider your ways of how you live your life. Um, and, and just so you know, those purchases allow 441 to have a, a revenue stream so that they're able to be a little bit more self-supporting and they hire people from the community in the yeah. cafe. And so they have internship program where they allow people from the community to learn some real on the job skills and, and then that. have the yeah. chance to have gainful employment. And yeah. then um, that kind of leads to involvement with 441 and them becoming more a part of the community. Mm. That, uh, yeah, I love that so much. Um, what about getting a little deeper? So, like, uh, if you're talking, we talked about dipping our toe in the water, getting that information, interrupt your rhythms. Uh, what about moving more down the downstream of um, making, serving, maybe not this one-time event, but what are some practical ways that maybe we can say on a normal basis we want to be involved in these communities, yeah, uh, organizations? I think, I think it's exactly what you said earlier, relationships. Mm-hmm. So when you get to know particular people, I think that that starts to take you deeper and Mm. make you somebody who gets the phone call when something goes down or Mm. when there is an emergent need, you would be the one that would hear about it first. Um, And so I think um, for some of our partners, for instance, um, with World Relief with Refugees, there's a program where you can befriend a family. Mm. And so when the time comes to sign up for school, you might get a text that says like, okay, now how do I do this? How do I, you know, how do I navigate all these different things? Or where do I buy a Christmas tree from? I've never done that before, right? Where would I, how would I shop online? Where does, how do I find a computer? How do I drive a car? There's so many different things that you don't think about and that organizations just don't have time for mm-hmm. um, to help orient a family. So I think that would be like a deep end kind of thing, mm-hmm. but gives so much joy and you're just living life together. Yeah, I love that. Um, another opportunity would be with David's Refuge. So just so you know, David's Refuge serves families that have kids with um, disabilities or that have kids with terminal illnesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a care calls team. So they try to call families about once a month and just connect with them and see how they're doing. And so if you're at home and you really can't leave the house. That's a great opportunity yeah. for you to build relationships and care for people without having to go and meet up. Or if you, you know, if you have a small infant at home or you really can't leave by yourself, that's a way for you to care for people and build mm. relationships from afar. Yeah, yeah. Consistency is key. Too, yeah, right. Yeah. I think that's like how do we build relationships? It's through consistency, right? Yeah. And the more consistent you are, that partner knows they can rely on you. And for people, I think it's daunting. We list all these, you know, local partners that we have and they're like, Oh, how do I, how do I pick one, pick Pick one one. where you could be a consistent, reliable source of prayer, of service, of meeting needs and start like, start there, like find the, the local partner that like kind of, you know, you know, that passion, it just kind of ignites something in you where you're like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I like that. Like, I want to help a kid in foster care. Or, oh, man, I want to 
build a relationship or I'm really good at being at home talking on the phone. So I'm going to, I'm going to call that family once a week and just encourage them. Pick one and be consistent and be reliable. And I know there's some great resources because some of these, I'm just sitting here thinking about caring for a family that has a kid in terminal illness. I don't think I'm equipped to do that. Like, or, you know, whatever the case may be, you may feel all these burdens Mm -hmm. of like, I'm not prepared for that. How how does Beyond or some of these other organizations like orient or get on an orientation of like how to actually do that? Yeah, so like maybe uh, somebody's like, I'm available, but I'm not qualified. <laughs> I think I definitely think that's a hurdle to overcome. Yeah. No one feels qualified <laughs> yeah, to, to the club, care yeah. for somebody that has a child with a terminal illness. No one. But everyone's capable of picking up the phone and calling and saying, hey, how's your day? You know, and I think so. I think there is definitely a hurdle there. Um, But most organizations that we work with have a really great process to help you um, just apply, get oriented to what they do, who Mm. they are, and they're there to support you. So you would be typically working with a person from that organization and and with a few things, working with somebody from the Beyond team specifically. And we're, we're always here to help. So if you ever felt like you're in deep water, like we're just a phone call away. Yeah. Michelle, what I love about um, what you said there was that, number one, we're not leaving you on your own. So Hmm. we, as a church, we're not saying, go and do this and figure it out, you know. Um, But also that organization or whoever you're partnering with is not going to leave you on your own. Hmm. And the bigger picture, tying it into this past week's message, God, through the power of his Holy Spirit, is not leaving you on your own. Um, He's going to empower you. There's so many scriptures, you know, through the book of Acts or even the letters that Paul says about what the spirit as the comforter, the guide, Mm. you know, the seal, like all these things that he is, not like a barking seal in the zoo, but like a seal, (laughs) like a stamp of approval of that he is empowering us to go and be his hands and feet. And if you feel unqualified on your own, good news, you're right. We all are. We're so unqualified, but through the power of God and the equipping of coming, linking arms together, uh, with your community group, with just like-minded, like-faith people, um, we can do more. We're better together than we ever would be on our own. So we're going to partner with you, and mm. we thank you so much for partnering with us and being Jesus' hands and feet. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Go Beyond Part 3. Uh, we hope that you comment, like, subscribe, and we'll see you again after the holidays, because this is the last episode of 2021. We'll see you in 2022.